I would like to share with you the story of St. Thomas Aquinas, the saint that we celebrate today in light of all of the Sunday's readings. St. Thomas Aquinas was born of a noble family in southern Italy, and he was educated by the Benedictines. When he was younger, sometimes people made fun of him and called him a dumb ox because he was bigger in size and he was sometimes timid. And of course, his family, uh, since they were of nobility, wanted him to continue to be a Benedictine because it was an easier life as a Benedictine at that time. However, he chose to become a Dominican Dominican order, meaning that they had to go out and beg for their food and relied on people's generosities. And it scandalized his family so much that they literally kidnapped him and kept him as a prisoner for over a year. But he was so persistent that he changed their mind. Thomas Aquinas then went to Paris and Cologne to study under St. Albert the Great. And he dwelled himself into philosophy, especially the writings of Aristotle. However, what beautiful about Thomas Aquinas is that he kept everything simple. He said that truth cannot contradict truth, and things have to somehow make simple, straightforward sense. Hmm. He kept everything simple, and and that simplicity of heart ultimately led him toward one day after celebrating Mass. He had a vision of the grandeur of uh, heaven, and from that day on he stopped, because he said that his writings were like straw in comparison to the reality of heaven itself. Thomas Aquinas, people said, were so, uh, was so smart that he had multiple scribes uh, writing his thoughts at all times. But yet, he gave all that up because he loved heaven more. And he loved the Lord more. He loved his faith more. The life of St. Thomas Aquinas seems like a life of contradiction in our world, especially nowadays, my brothers and sisters. I have seen so many Catholic celebrity priests, preachers, or personalities, as well as many uh, tele-evangelists who continue to say, trust me, follow me. I have the truth. I teach the truth. Hmm? And uh, and then I think in following those uh, cold personalities, as I call them, we have doubt in God's goodness and we complicate the trust, uh, the church. We have lost trust in the church. So, that all of that make people depending on those personalities, those people, or depending on God and the grace that has existed throughout the years in the church.
the vision is easy to to make because Satan loves division, and he sometimes use our pride huh, to cause all those divisions because we ultimately want to rely on humanity mm -hmm. idolize someone instead of trusting in God and have that simplicity of heart St. Thomas Aquinas was smart but he was also humble humble enough to recognize that his whole life was about the holy sacrifice of the mass yearning for God desiring God and everything he wrote was for the glory of God and not his own glory. Nowadays, it seems that people are so worried about glorifying themselves instead of glorifying God and seeking God's will. Today's first reading from the prophet Zephaniah reminds us that God desire a humble people. Before the Babylonian exile, huh? As we read in the Old Testament, people tend to equate materialistic uh, prosperity with divine blessing. So those who prosper did so because of the Lord's blessing, and those who did not must be in some way evil or blameworthy. But the exile put an end to all of that, because people were literally removed from their home, and they lost everything which create a puzzlement uh, uh, in, in a crisis of identity, a crisis of faith. Uh, then it helped them see that God's blessing is much more than all these outside materialistic uh, measures. It comes from His faithfulness. God is faithful. And we have to be humble enough to recognize is faithful and follow him without humility then what do we give to him without humility will we seek the truth or do we create our own version of truth which leads me toward the church foundational uh, spiritual teachings humilitas veritas s humility in the truth without humility we cannot seek the truth we will always desire to seek our own version of the truth. The ones that we feel comfortable about, the one that we like to serve ourselves, or the one that we, uh, that we idolize instead of following God. Which leads me toward uh, the second reading from the first Corinthian. St. Paul said very clearly too, God chose the weak as his instruments. He chose us, my brothers and sisters. He chose us in all of our brokenness, in all of our failures, in all of our limitations, in everything that we have. We're here not because we're perfect. We're here because God loves us. Do you believe that? So when we somehow begin to argue with each other on a political level or on a social level or on a whatever level and we make ourselves feel like I am the righteous one. I'm the only one who's right because I have this and that. 
Who is the one who is proud? Who is the one who is prideful? Who is the one that making up things so that people think that we have it all? We can lie to other people, but we cannot lie to God. That's why humility is true. Because we have to be humble enough to recognize that we are only His instruments. We're not the end all in all. If we make other people uh, rely on us or we chase after um, other people instead of relying on God, then think over it again, my brothers and sisters. Who are we worshiping? Who are we following? Who are we loving? The Beatitudes today in the Gospel reading remind us very clearly. One of my spiritual directors uh, tell me very clearly, the Beatitudes are the attitudes that Jesus have taught us. The attitude of Jesus, He taught us so that we can be His own disciples. Who would want to be poor in spirit? Who would want to mourn? Who would want to be meek? Hmm? Who would want to be merciful? Who would want to be clean of heart? Who want to be peacemakers? Who want to be persecuted for the sake of righteousness? Huh? Who want to hunger and thirst for righteousness? Who would like to bear insult and persecutions? All of those things seem to be contradictory to our human nature, which is selfish, broken. Huh? And, uh, and, and only like the things of this world. So in order to have the attitude of Jesus to become his disciples, we need to do something that's very unnatural to us. Hmm? By relying on his supernatural grace, we can only be Jesus' disciples when we rely on on him to go beyond our natural desires to put ourselves first to praise ourselves or other people in order to follow him that's only possible by his grace which is supernatural my brothers and sisters the beatitudes huh, are to be lived by each and every one of us Sometimes I go hear confessions I, and I hear people say, Oh, I kept all the commandments, Father. I don't think I've broken any of them. And oftentimes I ask them, Have you reflect on the Beatitudes? If we want to hold ourselves to a set of higher standards, Reflect on the Beatitudes and see if we have the attitudes to become Jesus' own disciples yet or not. We have to be humble, my brothers and sisters, in laying down our lives and loving the Lord and uh, choosing Him first. Don't follow someone who's arrogant, who seem to be pious or who seem to teach the truth but make people dependent on them. Don't follow our ego, our self, our desire to be in control. Mm -hmm. Be humble 
be true, be real, and conform our life to Christ each and every day. Remember, God chose the weak, and we are the weak. In all of our imperfections, in all of our failures, may we always remain humble and follow Him every day.